Welcome to Under the Radar, a show about independent iOS app developers. I'm Marco Arment. And I'm David Smith. Under the Radar is never longer than 30 minutes, so let's get started. So today we want to start uh, the first of a two-part series just talking about some of the, I guess, the more practical sides of being an independent developer. And today we're going to focus uh, talking about some of the realities and choices you have when you're working from home. Um, and which is a, t- a typical thing that you're ultimately going to do when you're independent, because obviously you don't have an, an office that you have to go to, that your you know, employer is forcing you to go to. Um, so we're going to talk through a little bit of what that looks like, um, some of the misconceptions you may have about that, um, some of the different approaches that I think we've taken. I mean, I've tried all kinds of different things, and then um, ultimately just some things to kind of be aware of. And then as p- sort of part two of this thing we'll talk about next week is going to just be diving into a little bit about what our sort of computer setups look like uh, being self-employed in that in kind of a, a working from home environment. Um, so for just to kick things off, I think talking about working from home, the place I think the, the best place to start would be to talk about some of the misconceptions because I feel like in a lot of people's mind, they have... Um, a romanticized view of what working from home is or looks like. Uh, I think you often have this vision. It's like you're just like sitting out on your back deck in a, you know, in a lounge chair with your laptop on your lap, just having a great old time. And, you know, there's like, or, or you, you dream of the world where there's no distractions that you, you know, you're not in an office where, you know, Billy from accounting keeps coming by and asking you questions and, you know, you can never get anything done and it's meetings all day. And finally, if I work from home, you know, I will be more productive and uh, I will have no distractions. None of those things are really true. Um, at least in my experience, your experience <laughs> yep. may be different, Marco, but for it's me, not. <laughs> it, it is, it is nothing like that. Um, they are different distractions and they are different types of productivity that you can get maybe. But if anything, I find it more distracting to be working from home because now like they're like this thing that I care a lot about, you know, my family and my home and the people who are around are now immediately available. I'm not physically separated from all these things that I care a lot about. And there's just a lot of things that will come up and there's a lot of awkward conversations you may have to have with your partner about, you know, like, can you be around for the plumber when he comes from two to four today? And it's like, well, yes, I guess. But at the same time, I'm supposed to be working during those hours. And, you know, it's like, if if I wasn't going to be coming home, if I wouldn't come home from work for that, would I just because I am at home, should I be doing that? And so, that's wonderful. Like it's also it's awesome that I'm able to do those kinds of things, and I really love the flexibility that being at home provides. But the if you have any dreams or illusions that towards uh, working from home being this distraction free utopia, you are likely going to be in for a sore surprise. Oh yeah, I mean because it's it is full of challenges. They're just different challenges than you have in a regular you know more traditional workplace. Like. And and part of it, you know, you mentioned like, you know, one of the biggest challenges is when you have a family or a relationship and you have to try to find that balance. And it isn't all the other people's fault. It's often it's hard for yourself as well to to exercise the self-control and barriers to avoid yourself wanting to go hang out with the family. And a lot of times it like you just kind of get roped into things because you are trying to be nice or it would be cruel not to. So, for instance... You know, you ha- if you have like a three-year-old who runs into your office and wants to show you something they made, 
you can't be like, no, sorry, I'm working. I'm not going to turn and look at you for 10 seconds and, t- and look at the thing you want to show me. Like, that's cruel, you know, so you're not going to do that. And a three-year-old might also have pro- have problems remembering or respecting those boundaries about, well, even though mommy or daddy are in the office working right now, like, you can see them, but they're at work, so you shouldn't bother them. Like, that's a hard thing for, for kids of a pretty big age range to to really get and, and to follow every time. And if you're home, one of the benefits of working for yourself is that you get to be there for stuff that happens with your family, or you get to hang out with your significant other, or whatever it, whatever it might be. And so even if you like, you know, quote, train them or everyone agrees on on what the boundaries are, you yourself will be constantly tempted to violate them because you can and because that's often really nice. Like if I want to go out to lunch with my wife, I can just do that. And yeah, it's going to blow a big hole in the day bigger than a regular lunch. uh, But sometimes we just do that. And that's just part of the benefit of working at home. But it's it's a really hard thing to balance between actual working time what that's especially if you if you if you are a programmer like us and you, and you try to get uninterrupted large blocks of time to balance that with not only distractions that could be in your home environment but alternative things that you might want to do whether you know whether you're just having a lazy day or whether you're trying to be present or be nice or do favors for your family like it's it's a very very hard balance to strike and i've i've now been working independently at home for oh geez almost seven years and even after this long i still do not balance it well i just find ways to you know make that work for me like i i you know only choose things to do that i can wedge into my weird undisciplined work schedule people who are more disciplined about it like you uh can usually achieve way more per day than i can uh, but this is like I I have chosen to strike a fairly poor balance between work time and and like family slash uh, recreational time. Uh, you have struck a much better one over time. And I feel like knowing and, and by the way, and I'm not the balance I have now is not like incredibly stable all the time. Like there will be some months like in the summertime like now where I have a lot of work to do for the, you know, the new iOS betas and stuff. Um, and I struggle with finding uh, you know large blocks of time to do that and then also sticking to it when i do have time as opposed to like well you know i have a lot of time today but oh it's amazon prime day let me let me go look at all this stuff that's for sale or whatever else like there's all these distractions all the time that i feel like you have to have an unbelievable degree of self-control even if you have the most respectful family or relationship at home uh in the world you then have to exercise all the self-control after that point. And for a lot of people, myself included, that's not easy. Yeah. And I think in some ways, the kind of cruel reality of this is that it is hardest to work out what is going to work for you um, at the beginning, which is likely when you would need to have the most productivity um, in a typical environment where you're going to be starting out doing something like whether that is you have quit your job to pursue apps or you're going consulting or even you've just convinced your boss that, hey, I'd like to work from home or you need to because of a relocation or like whatever that situation is, that initial period where you're almost kind of proving that this can work is going to be is the hardest part of trying to do it out. Because I look back on I think I've been now working um 
actually, I know exactly how long I've been not working in an office. It's, it'll be uh, nine years this September. Um, and I know that because the reason I started working from home is because we, uh, when we found out that my wife was pregnant with our, uh, our first child who is eight, is eight years old now, um, I had this terrible commute that I was going back and forth with every day. And it was one of those sort of realities where I was like, you know, I just don't want to be gone for an extra you know hour each way. Um, commuting to work. And so I went to my boss and I said, Hey, can I do something different here? Can I work from home a couple of days a week or change, you know, flexible hours or schedule or something? And my employer at the time said, no, like that's not something we can do. And so I said, okay, that's great. I quit. Um, and <laughs> I always option B, always option B. And I went, uh, went independent. And at that point I was doing consulting, um, rather than, uh, doing sort of the app stuff I do now, but it's like, that was the, it was helpful in some ways for me to have, have a reason why I wanted to be at home. And in this case, it's like, I wanted to be, um, available and to share in, you know, the early childhood of, you know, my son and now our, our daughter as well. And that was helpful in setting up some kind of extra, some expectations that like, I knew it was going to be difficult and I knew it was going to be hard to find the right balance and to still be productive in the midst of taking advantage of all of these great opportunities because i would definitely never want to give the impression that like it that like working from home it's like oh no no it's like it's, it's super regimented and then you're like cut off from your families or whatever and like that's the way to do it because i would never give up you know for a minute, some of the opportunities I've had being at home. Um, and it's, it's awesome. And you know, it's like, I highly recommend it, you know, that when, you know, when, I mean, I, I mean, even this is years ago now, but like when my kids were doing things for the first time, you know, when you're in those yep. early stages, like it was amazing for my wife to be able to be like, Dave, come up, you know, come up here. And like, I can be part of that in a way that otherwise I just get like, you know, I'd get, my wife would text me a video and like, that's nice, but it's, it's, it was amazing to be able to take advantage of those types of things. And so I think the key thing ultimately with this, with working from home is it's like, it's being, it's like being an, being an adult about it and understanding that it is going to be difficult. You, you are going to have to be thoughtful about it and make choices. And I think the biggest thing before we get into the actual, some of the specifics about the details, it's like the biggest thing I found is just the importance of having a conversation like a com having conversations with the people who are going to be involved in your working from home making sure you're all on the same page making sure you're all kind of like in the right you know you, you understand what work is going to look like you understand what home is going to look like and you have some good it's like it's not necessarily like clear boundaries in the sense of like there are these hard and fast rules that can never be violated and broken um but it's more just making sure that you're doing it for the right reasons and for the same reasons uh, with the people around you and now i thought it would make sense to kind of talk through what kind of the different approaches you can take and i think i have done every single one of the, the kind of approaches that um i'm about to un unfurl because in the various seasons of you know being independent for almost uh, nine years and working from home, um, I've done the kind of shared space in your house approach. So this is maybe working from your kitchen table or working um, in your bedroom at a desk, um, that kind of a thing where you're working in a in a space in your home where other people will typically be. Uh, I've done the working in a dedicated space in my home, both 
uh, working in a, a dedicated space that was close to other people. Um, you know, it's like it was just an office with a door uh, versus now, which is in my current setup where I have essentially the way my house is set up. I have a dedicated floor for my office. You know, my office is in the basement and we intentionally put nothing else down here. Um, that's interesting to children. So <laughs> they don't have a reason to come down here. Um, and that's what I do right now. But you are the um, reason to come down there. Yes, I am the reason, but that is, it's, it's, it's subtly different and we can dive and unpack that a little bit versus <laughs> um, there being other reasons for people to just sort of be accidentally be around. Um, you can do the kind of like coffee shop approach um, where you're either going to, people go to coffee shops, to libraries. Um, for a while, I actually went to a, I think I went to like a university campus because I was doing some part-time school there. I think I did did some work for, at there. Like you can imagine any kind of this situation where you're kind of this, I don't know, you're like a programming vagabond, like just wandering around, going to different places to do your work. And then, you know, you, you don't do your, most of your work at home. Um, or, and this is like the most extreme version of this, where you're only that you're sort of working from home, but you're not really, um, where you rent an office space. And I did this for, uh, for several years as well, where I rented a teeny little office, um, in one of these kind of big shared office environments. And, um, that worked pretty well too, but you know, the, the, all of these different approaches that you can take have wildly different, um, like benefits and costs. And, and obviously too, it's probably fair to say all of these different situations are going to be so dependent on your situation. Like obviously renting an office space is great if you can afford to rent an office space and there is office space for rent available near where you work. Um, cause like the last thing you want to do is like add a half hour commute to working from home. Yeah. It kind of um, ruins the point. Yeah. Um, so you, it's obviously going to be very tailored to your situation and like, maybe you just don't have any dedicated space. And so you have to work in your bedroom at a desk there. And like, if that's all you can do, like, great, you can optimize for that. But all of these different approaches, I think have very different, um, experiences. And I know right now you work in a dedicated office. Am I remembering that right? Yeah. And then have you ever done any of the other approaches to working from home or has that always been your setup? Yeah, and I should clarify, a dedicated office, which is a room in my house, not like a, a separate office space. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, this is for the vast majority of the time that I've been working at home, this is what I've been doing. And it's, I mean, you know, we're lucky that we have a room in the house that we can devote to being an office. It is, I, I think it is probably, for most people, it's probably the best balance of everything, where you you have separation and privacy you can close the door if you need to you, you know you can you can like lock yourself in there and and tell anyone else in the house you know don't disturb me while I'm in here please and so you have all that but you also have the you know zero time commute you also have the hurry up look upstairs kid is taking their first steps you know aspect which is great like you you have a really great balance of all these things but that being said this is all like this is a kind of like a a a continuum here and and everybody will have a different idea of which of these options sound completely impossible to them and which ones are their bare minimum like to me the idea of having shared space in a house where like my you know i might just have a desk in the corner of the living room or if i even i might not even have it i might just be like a laptop on the kitchen table or a laptop on, on the couch that to me sounds completely unworkable but like i i think of that as like i could never do that right and other people look at what i have which is an office which is the room in a, in a house 
And they say, I could never work in my house. It has to be a separate office that I'm renting somewhere else. Like, your threshold about which of these things is appropriate for you is going to be very different for pretty much everybody. But but I do I do think if I had to guess what would be the most comfortable, most practical, and most beneficial one of these, I do think the dedicated room with a door that is in your house is such a great balance. Um, and, and, and when people think about the benefits of working from home, I feel like that is the one that will give them most of that benefit most of the time for most people. But again, all we can say here is most because it, it depends so much on you and your preferences and your habits and even the kind of work you do. Oh, sure. And it's, and it's, I think, too, it's also probably good to say that it's entirely re- reasonable for this to change um, over time. Um, if, you're, if you're going to be independent for a, a long period of time, which, you know, hopefully like that's a, a good indicator that you're doing well and things are succeeding, like you will go through all these phases. And like that is where you know, the experience that I have had, like the first app I ever wrote, um, I wrote at a sitting at a kitchen table at a vacation rental in Myrtle beach, South Carolina. And I was writing it there because I don't really like the beach. Um, and so I would like the kid, if the family would go out and, uh, you know, it was, it was out there playing and playing in the waves and I would just stay back and, you know, I was just like working at the kitchen table. Like that was in the first, the first, like app I ever wrote and like that was it that made a lot of sense for that particular situation and it worked out pretty well to like go down the road of learning how to write apps um or there's been times when I needed a dedicated office because you know I had two toddlers at home and it was just kind of madness and it was impossible to uh, for me to not feel guilt tremendous guilt about not being engaged with the family um like which is a weird thing to say but like I always it's it's the hardest thing I think when you're, I'm supposed to be working. My wife is doing a tremendous job parenting our kids, but somebody's having a meltdown. And to be able to like turn that off and say like, no, 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 like we've we've agreed right now, I'm working, so I need to focus on this. And I just couldn't do it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to rent a teeny office somewhere so that I can, you know, drive five minutes, go somewhere I can work. And when I'm working, I'm focused on work. And when I am at home, I am focused on home. And f- like that for that season, that worked really well. And I think that's, you know, and then like now we're in the, say, the season where it's like I just have a, a, you know, a dedicated office in my house. And, you know, my kids are old enough now that they kind of understand that when daddy's at working, like they will come down every now and then. And like, that's great. And I love it. But they know that they can't just come down um, just whenever they want or for silly things. Like it's for when they, you know, they come home from school and they've had this big accomplishment or breakthrough. And like, I love being able to celebrate that, but they're old enough now to kind of know the difference. And my wife and I have been doing this for long enough that we kind of know how to navigate that. And I think that is a nice thing to have the flexibility to change that as your life or your life situation, where you're living, all of those things, as they change, like you can totally change this up and find what works best for you. And the reality is it's probably worth in some ways try some different things. Like I tried the the coffee shop approach for a while thinking like, Oh, that sounds so like hip and cool. And I hated it. Like I just, for me, I could not get anything done in that kind of an environment where like some people I hear love it. And so I was like, I'm glad I tried. Like if it had turned out to be this amazing thing where I like, I went to the, you know, went to a, a local coffee shop and got got to work and you know got all this done. Like that would have been great to know. But for me, it's like, I learned, nope, that's not for me. I need a, a quiet space by myself. That's how I work best. And 
you know, I learned that about myself and now I can sort of tailor my experience uh, to match with that. We are sponsored this week by Indeed Prime, where you can apply to 100 top tech companies with one application. Indeed Prime helps tech talent such as yourself, software developers, data scientists, simplify their job search and land their dream job. Candidates get immediate exposure to the best companies with just one simple application to Indeed Prime. Companies on Indeed Prime's exclusive platform message candidates with salary up front, and the average software developer gets five employer contacts with an average salary offer of $125,000 a year. Indeed Prime is 100% free for candidates with no strings attached, so sign up now to see for yourself and apply to 100 top tech companies with one application at Indeed.com slash Prime. Once again, Indeed Prime is 100% free for you, the candidate, with no strings attached, so sign up today at Indeed.com slash Prime. Thank you very much to Indeed Prime for sponsoring our show once again. So the last kind of area that I think I wanted to, uh, seems like it's good to unpack, is to talk through some of the kind of, I don't know, like the pitfalls or the things that, like the downsides of working from home. Cause I think overall, I think we both seem to agree that like it is, it is a wonderful thing. And with the appropriate thoughtfulness applied to the way in which we do it, like is awesome. And like, that's great. Um, but there's certainly some parts of it that aren't so great. And there's some, some of them are things that I would, did not really expect. Um, so like the first one was something that I've had, I've struggled with a lot is the just this vague sense of loneliness that you can sometimes run into um, working from home or working by yourself that is so different than when you are in an office environment like I went from uh, the job I had before I went independent I was on a small like five member team that we were all like great friends we would have lunch together every day like a lot of us had you know we hung out together outside of work like it was this wonderful kind of collegiate environment and then I don't have that anymore. And like the work that I do now uh, is largely just by myself. You know, it's like I'm by myself in the basement with my headphones on. And if I'm honest, like it took me by surprise that how sometimes I would feel lonely um, in in that environment that, you know, I would never would have characterized. I wouldn't really characterize myself as like a super extroverted, outgoing, like need, need lots of people around kind of person. But at the same time, as much as it's like, it's lovely, you know, and, and I get to see my family a lot. It's, I, you will end up missing probably having other people around who aren't your family, who are, you know, you can talk to about work and work stuff, um, and who you can, you know, even just like go talk through problems with and, um, deal with things in that way. And I know it's been a struggle for me over the years and like, it's been one of the, I mean, it's certainly nice that in the modern environment, we have a lot of tools to get around this. Like I have a lot of, you know, sort of instant message type conversations and there's people that I interact with on a regular basis through that throughout the day that, um, help diminish this. But it was definitely something that I wasn't expecting to be a problem or to be, um, something that I had to deal with that has, you know, just been, been a reality of this. And, you know, like it's, it is what it is, but it was more, I thought I wanted to mention it on the show just as something that if you find yourself with those feelings, like it's entirely natural and, um, it's, it's not weird. Like I, I remember there was initially, I would almost feel kind of guilty about that. Like I was, it's like, I, you was like, you finally got what you wanted. Why are you sad? Um, and it's like, well, because it's different, it's different, it's different and difficult and like, that's okay. 
Um, you know, it, it doesn't always going to be like not all of it. Not all of it is great. Um, there are definitely some downsides to it. Um, and one of them is just, yeah, like you'll see a lot less people and like that can drive you crazy sometimes. Like I know in the winter, especially, um, sometimes it'll be wild because, you know, if we get a, you know, a bunch of snow comes in or something like that and there's not a lot of to do outside, like there'll be days where it's like, I haven't left, you know, my front door for three or four days in a row. And like, that gets a little weird. Like that can make you a little, you can give you a little cabin fever or make you feel be a little stir crazy. I mean, this is one of the reasons why I really enjoy running all the family errands. Like, I do I do almost all the grocery shopping. I pick up lunch almost every day. Doing all that just forces me to get out of the house. I walk my kid to school in the morning, and I drop him off, and I talk to people there. And, like, even though most of these are just, like, surface-level interactions with people, I'm still getting myself out in the world and talking to people every day for some reason you know even if it's as simple as going to the grocery store i'm still outside and even even in the winter even when there's not much reason to go out for anything else i'm still always getting out into the world almost every day and part of that is because i really do miss the the office social environment you know i miss eating lunch with my coworkers and and talking to people and getting to know people better like and and i you know now i'm fortunate enough that i can do that in other ways and in other places uh, but for a while when I was getting started with with independent work, that that was a really hard adjustment to make. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's just something you don't expect. And I mean, I think in the same way, it reminds me of it makes me think of another aspect that I think I didn't really consider too is just how easy it is to be completely inactive um, on yeah. the physical side of things too. Because I mean, it's it's a, in some ways it's gotten a little better more recently. Like when uh, you have an Apple Watch, you know, pinging you to say, "Hey, maybe you should stand up," and like the number of times where I will ignore a stand reminder and then an hour will, will, an hour will go by and I'll get another one and then an hour will go by and I'll get another one. It's like, I still haven't stood up. It's like, this is probably <laughs> not a healthy behavior um, to just be completely say, you know, s- s- sedentary um, for such a long portion of the day. And it was something that I probably didn't, you, you know, in a typical office environment, there's just, at least I find for myself, I, there was just more moving around that you would do. Like, because you're, you know, like, oh, let me go ask ask Johnny down the hall about that thing. And it's like, you would just go down the hall and ask him. Whereas, you know, if anything, now my interactions would be, you know, an email or instant message or, a, you know, or heaven forbid, a phone call. But like, <laughs> I, you know, I would you would just move around a bit more because you're in an environment where that makes sense. Whereas you could very easily find yourself just like sitting still and like only getting up to go to the bathroom and to like get food. Um, but like that is not a healthy lifestyle probably. Um, and it's definitely something that, um, you know, have, I think it's, it's good to be aware of at least. And I, like, I know for myself, I try and, you know, I, I turned off almost all of the, uh, the chattiness of the activity app on the Apple watch, except for the stand reminders, just because I ignore half of them, but at least it's like, it's good to have this constant reminder be like, Hey, you're not moving. That's probably not good. Um, and it's good to, at least I find to just be needled on that a little bit, um, on a regular basis. But if you're not careful, like, yeah, you can just go, you know, go, go days with, you know, teeny amounts of movement. And like, ultimately that's not going to be good for your productivity, for your health, um, for so many things that you know it's like if because you just don't have a have all these external forced reasons to be up and moving and doing stuff 
Yeah, I mean, even just like losing a commute, that can be a big difference because like a lot of people's commutes involve some degree of walking. And, you know, whether, you know, if, if you're like walking to a, a bus or a train and then walking from wherever it stops to your office, like a lot of people do that. I did that and it was great. It was tons of walking every day. And now I have very little of that. And so I solved that. I mean, you solved that partly by devoting yourself to making all these fitness apps that require sure. going outside a lot to test them. Yeah. <laughs> and then you occasionally hike an entire mountain range in a week. Um, sure. And then... I solved that by getting a dog. Like yeah. getting a dog is great because you you are you know encouraged and and you know in in some ways forced to go outside and take walks every day, even in crappy weather, even if it's hot or cold outside. Like you you still have to do it every day, and it's great. And so like basically, when you are self employed, you have to find ways to force yourself to do very basic things socialization and movement that that like being in the regular job world mostly forces upon you automatically to the point where you don't even really think about them you don't even realize you're being forced to do these things but when you work for yourself like so many other things like that responsibility to to create that falls on you so it's all up to you to force yourself to have a better balance of everything in your life because some external job is not going to do it for you. Yeah. And like, and that's the, that is the wonderful thing. And that is the tricky thing. Like it is lovely to have the flexibility and to have the choice that you can decide what your day looks like. You can decide what you do in it and you can tailor it to what you like. The tricky thing is that you have to make that choice. It's not being forced on you. Um, but I think the best advice and the, like to some, to close this episode out is just to say, it's like, make sure that you're making conscious choices that at least you've thought about what would be your ideal and what would be some of the drawbacks of that, um, what would be some of the benefits and you're making conscious choices about this. Cause if you do like, it's awesome. I love it. I wouldn't, you know, I think at this point I would be, it would be a really difficult transition to go away from working from home you know, in the future, like that would just, I think I would really struggle with it because I love this so much, but it has taken a lot of conscious effort and choice uh, to get to the situation uh, that I enjoy that much. Exactly. Thanks everybody for listening this week and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.